<laughs> Welcome to the second episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri. Coming at you this Tuesday, I'm recording this on Monday, um, and we're going to talk about current events, little stories, like hazing stories, because a couple of them came to mind, and uh, we'll just go from there. Um, to say thank you to those, to the Brain Trust who came through last week to listen in, I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I expected like seven listeners, and uh, at this point we have roughly 60, and that's like, honestly, I, I, I don't know, I of all the times I've uploaded any kind of audio to the internet, this is the first time that I felt really excited to do so, and uh, it's nice to see people tune in and listen. Um, I've gotten a couple of reviews, that's always exciting, and uh, the podcast will continue to grow, and uh, I hope to constantly hear from you guys uh and i really do appreciate you guys tuning in oh yeah everyone kept uh messaging me about oh dude the movie was inside out and uh so so i do appreciate that um i had a brain fart last time and i could not figure it out i had uh, no idea why i kind of brought up mangoes but people were really excited, and they're like, they kept hitting me up, and a couple people bought mangoes. I'm not even sure if they're in season, but whatever. And uh, I don't know. It's just been cool. People have been hitting me up. We got a, our first email from a Jordan Jeter, and it's a good friend of mine. And uh, he emailed the podcast because he's one of the few people I know that loves to email people still so um he asked me what my what my goal was with the podcast and i just wanted to reach out and talk to people i enjoy creating content and i'm kind of a lame when it comes to that and i just feel like i may or may not be entertaining to some masses uh so i, so I appreciate that okay so for current events there's only 101 days left that's pretty exciting to this year. I think we are all kind of over this 2020 and hoping that 2021 offers just a little bit more of a uh, sunshiny feel. So another thing, if there's 100-ish days left, let's go ahead and get in the mindset of this is the perfect time to start working on yourself. Do that thing you've always wanted to do, whether it's I don't know, lose weight, gain some muscle, start creating a podcast. It, it's a good time to do it. By the end of the year, if you stick to it, you would have had 100 days worth of work in that field, genre, whatever it is that you want to do. And, and it's, it's a good start, whether it's making your bed in the morning. Uh, let's be honest, a lot of us suck at it. Um, and if you just start real soon, you can be like, yeah, I've done it for the last 100 days by the end of the year. So it's a good time to do that. Um, <laughs> something that came up in my history was that last year, almost to the day, was the Area 51 raid anniversary. And uh, the constant model was, they can't stop us all. And uh, 1,500 people actually attended that. And uh, although only roughly 10% went up to the gate to take pictures and selfies, um, there was one arrest Apparently, that really 
change the uh, the tourist tourist landscape around there. So that, that's, that's kind of interesting. I, I don't really like to get into politics or anything involving that type of news. So I'm going to stay away from it. And I just kind of hope everyone can just be happy and love on each other. And uh, yeah, I, I got nothing else to say about that. So one of the things that's been kind of bothering me lately is that I've gotten so used to exercising on my daily regime. I always have uh, a lot of fun uh, working out. It's just become normal to me. But once upon a time, or back in the day, when I was maybe not so keen on working out and I'd gotten pretty low, um, after my visit to, uh, the last time I visited the psych ward for an extended period of time, uh, when I got out, I was overweight, and I decided, all right, every time I start to feel sad, I'm going to just go into my office at the time. It wasn't an office. It was a spare bedroom, you know, because I'd be rich like that. All right, so I, I would go into a spare bedroom and just start doing burpees, and I, everyone hates burpees. I, I've, I've rarely met someone that's like, yeah, let's do them, and because of that notion because everyone hates doing it I was like well I have to do it and I have to learn to love it and my challenge to myself was every time I start to feel a little low a little sad or I'm just you know just flat out depressed I would get up and do one burpee I would start with one burpee and then I would ask myself did that work and it was always no. But the first time, so I started doing more, I got to the point where I would get to like 50 or 60. It wasn't straight to 100 the first time. And then like I would just feel accomplished and B, I'd feel exhausted by the end of it. And it's one of those things where I would, I would just find the excuse to take care of myself so I'd go take a shower, I'd get some food because I'm real hungry at the end of burpees. And all of a sudden, I started feeling just a little better. Like, well, you know what? I didn't do shit. I'm still unemployed. I, I'm still in this rut. But I did, I, did, I did a workout. I did something everyone hates, and I did it. And that became something that I did all the time for like three months straight. And... It got to a point where one day um, my friends were always like, dude, you like love burpees or something? And I would be like, no, I, I absolutely, I, I hate burpees. They're, they're, they're horrific. But I would get so much pleasure I, I, or satisfaction. I don't want to say pleasure. That's weird. Satisfaction from people just being like hey man you're crazy i can't believe you're doing so many burpees you're gonna hurt yourself etc and, and sometimes it was coming from a good place and I, I i i understand that but i started just feeding off of people complaining about something that i was doing and and that was step one to just having some confidence in myself and one day i i, I told someone I think I could do like 500 burpees one day just not obviously at a fast pace but in one go I think I could devote an hour of my life and do 500 bur burpees and to a lot of people immediately they're like no no way that's insane and maybe to the average Joe it is 
And to be honest, I was kind of just throwing that out there. And as soon as my buddies, the brain trust, my own mind started saying, that's nuts. Why would you do 500 burpees? Why would you do anything to that extent? And then I started having doubt. And I remember I was like, well, I, I at the, the, the very first time I was having a bad day, I think I was kind of at a grip of, I didn't enjoy being a stay-at-home dad. I, I wasn't comfortable with that fact that that was kind of my role in life at the time, especially. And I was having a rough time with a lot of stuff. So I got out, I was taking a shower, and, and in a weird way, I, I like to think in the shower. It, you're alone, you're naked, you're exposed to the world, and there's no hiding. Well, I mean, there is, there's a fucking door. But um, hey, that's my first F word. I'm doing good. This has been 10 minutes. I haven't cursed. I saw in the stats that by the time I had my third F-bomb last episode, people were like, okay, I've had enough. So just for you guys, the people who do not like swear words, I'm trying my best not to. Don't consider this selling out. Consider it just a kind gesture from the guy in his office trying to entertain you. Um, forgot where I was in my store. But basically, I, oh, because I was in the shower, I was really depressed. And uh, whenever I get depressed, a warm shower helps me to probably feel more depressed, actually. But I got out, and I told myself, I'm going to do 500 burpees. And it's crazy, and I knew I was going to be incredibly sore the next day, probably hurt because I was 30 and uh, kind of out of shape. Well, not out of shape. I was in shape at the time, but it's whatever. It wasn't a good idea. But I did it. And then I got stuck in like this obsessive feeling of if I can push myself through these dark periods and physically will myself to get through something that I think is mentally not possible or physically possible, that I could get stronger and come out of the rut. The next day, I, I, I was sore, but I was like, I'm going to do a couple burpees. And I, I kid you not, three hours and 40 minutes later, no food in my system, nothing. I did a thousand and one burpees. And that was the first time in my life that I had ever felt like I had achieved something greater than simply anything. I, I don't know. I, 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 I did so many burpees. And I was physically exhausted to the point where I, I was, I, I did it. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out anything else to do. And for a second there, I was the most proud of myself I've ever been. So uh, sometimes just starting a habit, I'm not saying you should do a thousand burpees, but doing something that you've always wanted to do, or if maybe your self-care is not in order and you're like, hey, I... I'm not okay with the way things are, and maybe the first step is all you really need, and there's 100 days left in this year. Starting tomorrow, when this podcast launches, you can very well just do one thing to, to start that snowball effect, and then by the end of the year, post-Christmas, New Year's, it's January, maybe we could be having a different conversation. I know it's really hard because a lot of us Sometimes we're in bed and it, just getting out of bed seems impossible. 
like I, I've seen my own roommate and uh, struggle with getting up at a certain time before and then slowly watch him peel back the time that it takes him to wake up and make some good strides. I've seen my wife do the same thing. Um, she's not someone who enjoys working out and it's been around a year now that she's been working out and every day she comes in, she comes home and she just gets me pumped up to exercise and show our son a better life. And that all just kind of started with starting one day working out and then showing other people that you got what it takes to inspire other people to live a healthier life. Um, I'm not trying to say go out and work out, anyone, but it's a nice time to start. Yesterday, we can't get it back, and we wish we would have started yesterday, but today is literally the best day that you got right now. So let's go ahead and give that a try. Um, that, that's, that was just something I wanted to share. Um, I, I, I went through some extremes in my burpee journey. When I turned 31, I told everyone... I'm going to do a burpee mile. And that's basically, well, literally what it sounds like. It's a mile of burpees. Oh my God, this guy's still talking about burpees. <laughs> and um, it got to the point where I started doing the burpee mile on my birthday. I was trying to show the world that even though I was 31, I didn't have to be the statistic of lazy, unathletic human beings out there that, that kind of just give up on themselves. And I had given on, on myself mentally and physically. I was like, maybe if I can just will myself through this, by the end of it, I'll be, I don't know, renewed or something. My very first burpee jump forward, I started thinking, oh, shit, I've done a lot of burpees, but I haven't jumped forward. I haven't trained this aspect of it. And I remember halfway through the first 50 jumps, knowing I still had around 3,000 left to go, to finish the burpee mile that I was going to have to dig <laughs> pretty deep. I had my wife with me and um, my wife's cousin, I guess my cousin by proxy, uh, cool guy, just kind of hanging out, walking with me, uh, just keeping me company. And thankfully, that, that really helped. But I had to dig. I would get two, 300 in and I would feel like giving up. Like there's no way... I just did 10% of this. There's no way I'm finished the next 90%. When it's already been an hour, I would drop down. There would be dirt on my face. I'd be just sand from the sidewalk. And I would instantly just be like, and, you know, I'm going to curse here, but there'd be like, I, I would just start talking to myself out loud in front of my people who love me. And I'd be like, you're a piece of shit. If you don't get up and do this, you've been training to do this. And if you just give up right now, you're a piece of shit. And I would just start repping burpee after burpee. It got to a point where I was, I had to have been in the thousands. I stopped counting. And I was 75% of the way there. My body was on an autopilot. I had seen people drive by and come back with groceries, go to work, come back. Five hours later, I'm still doing burpees. And I'm feeling destroyed, but I'm 80% of the way done. I'm just about to the point where my body is just it's private there's nothing I could have done to prep for that at the time and it, if there was I wasn't privy to it and I definitely didn't do it but I thought 1,000 burpees two or three times was going to set me up but when you do 300 percent more 
in a different motion that you're not used to is definitely going to tax your body in a way you weren't ready. So I just kept talking shit to myself because if I quit and I went home, that the depression, all the gains I had done would have been for nothing. And when I finally finished it and I just laid on the floor and I was kind of useless for the rest of the day, on my own birthday, I had done something that I wanted to do but knew it was going to be a horrific event in my life. And I did it. And now I, it's one of those things I'm proud of. And it, it all just starts with one rep. I'm not saying you should treat yourself like shit the way I do just to get another rep in. But sometimes, you know, I, I respond pretty well to that. And that, that's probably why I was in the military. And speaking of military, um, the military, when I first joined, I was 18. It was June 26, 2006. Uh, I had been out of high school for about an entire month, roughly. Um, and I was ready to go, join the military, uh, the Navy to be specific, in the, the aviation sector of the Navy. So it's kind of cheating because it's not really the, uh, the naval part, but we, we clash from time to time. And that was the first time in my life that I had ever experienced hazing. Now, hazing, for the most part, can be kind of a fun thing. There, there's been a lot of bad hazing stories out there that I'm sure are not appropriate, and thankfully those are things that we strive to eliminate. But the level of hazing I experienced was usually comical and just kind of a way to pass the time. My first day on the job, there was around four new recruits like myself. We were very, you know, new behind the ears, or I'm not sure what they say, but... We were, we were brand new. We were a bunch of boot campers, some booters, and the upper chain in our shops would kind of mess with us, you know, to pass the time. And they would say stuff like, hey, Airman Viteri, can you go get the keys to the jet? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, where do I go? And they'd be like, you got to go to maintenance control. Now, maintenance control is kind of what it sounds like it's kind of like the brains of the operation kind of like the thoughts in my head are you guys well that's them and they're super important people and you don't want to mess with them so i'm running to maintenance control they're like make sure you get chief's attention because the pilots are waiting and he'll know what it's about so i get there I have my, you know, my cranial on, my goggles, because I'm about to run in front of a bunch of jets to give these officers their keys so they can fly it. Now, meanwhile, I have no idea that that's not how anything works in aviation, but they're messing with me in hopes that I will get screamed at. I get there, and I'm like, hey, chief, and, and my my way of speaking to, the, to officers and higher-ups and your chief petty officers was fine and i was just like hey uh chief i i need the keys to 106 and he just looked at me and he instantly knew what was happening and he just laid into me in like a silly way like you dumb motherfucker like their jets don't have keys and so then i walked back to the shack and there's like 17 other my peers colleagues whatever you want to call them enlisted shipmates 
are laughing because they know that I feel like an idiot and they've had fun with my, they've had fun at my expense and, you know, you kind of get used to it. Um, and then other people come in, newer people than you, and you kind of mess with them. And that was always a really fun way for me to pass the time. Uh, one time they asked us to go collect exhaust samples from a jet. And I don't know if you know, but putting your hand behind any type of jet engine is not always the best way to go about doing anything in life. It's pretty hot. But they would have us sit like, I don't know, like 500 feet behind it with trash bags. And they'd hand you some tape and they'd say, hey, collect the exhaust so we can bring it in to maintenance control again so that they can sample it. And I, there's no way that that seemed like an authenticated way to do anything. So I've just watched the other new guys do it and laugh with them. And that was like my first time feeling like, oh, shit, I made the Navy. I'm with the boys. It's, we're doing it. Maybe we'll have a first beer with them. And uh, that was kind of my first intro to the Navy in my first command. And to be honest, it was kind of cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so if you guys have any hazing stories, any kind of silly stories, hopefully that you guys don't mind sharing, go ahead and send that into lifealmostwithoutme at gmail.com. There's probably a link in the description somewhere. And just kind of share it with me. I'd like to read them. And also, if you anybody who has questions, advice on anything, I'm open to giving it my shot to reading it on the podcast and kind of having an advice section. So that, that would be cool to, to have that come in, guys. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, it, it really helped the, uh, the podcast just to have a little more content and uh, just help me kind of connect with you guys and be able to see who is out there. And uh, it still feels really strange, like, like almost like I'm breathing all my thoughts into the internet and hoping that other people resonate with it. And it, it feels kind of like the movie Inside Out to me. 